yeah. uh, dark. Well, actually, wait. I they think were very clinky. Yes. Wait, okay, now are we oh, recording? Yeah. Oh, Hi. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're just, this is <laughs> this is the cold open As portion. I feel obligated right, okay. to say, yeah, this is just the part that we fade in over, so nothing uh, said. You know, I mean, high from the the pre-gulag recordings, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie's here, everybody. Hi. Yay. Hi. I miss you guys. I miss you too. I know. This is the first in-person core time guest. Welcome back. I'm oh. really happy Welcome that, that you air. came over. I Will was like, uh, Natalie wants to do the podcast. And I was like, okay, great. And then I was like, are we going to do it over Zoom or what? And, and he was like, you said that Zoom was maybe easier. And I was like, you have to tell Natalie that she has to come. I'm glad you guys like bullied me. <laughs> I, I was like, I really wanted to come. I was like, ah, I really do want to come over. But I'm like, I'm I'm getting like the the October surprise COVID heebie-jeebies. So I like was like, well, I, oh, wait, I don't know. And then uh, you just went, come over. And I was like, all right. Um, well, no, I was like, I made the offer. You're more than welcome. Yes. I put on the, like, guilt of, like, you know, I'm doing a cleaning. It'll be fun. Yeah. I don't know. But you're welcome. You don't have to. No, it was just one cool sentence of, like, uh, you should just, you know, it's just come easier. over. You well, know? that's the other important thing, too, is you got to offer it. Because otherwise, everyone, for everybody's safety will assume virtual totally but i think we've kind yeah. of crossed that rubicon no I'm like, that this yeah. is so much nicer um i'm willing to breach for for this over going to my job which is like a, another ridiculous kind of well and thing. hey guess what if you get exposed here tonight you get two weeks off at minimum <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean you which know everybody what? wants so. oh yeah i'm sure my yeah i'm sure um People would love getting the emergency call in for two Saturdays in a row. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm only working Saturday in person. Oh, nice. Oh. Which is fine. That's good. Are you by yourself while you do that? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Solo show. That's the way to do it. That's what I thought. Because it was like before we have been proposing like single rotations Tuesday through Friday. He was insisting Saturday. So I was the first one to cross the, a proverbial like picket line to just be like, just put me on Wednesday through Saturday. Like, we can resolve this quickly. You know? I don't want to fight about this anymore. Let's move along to the next thing. There are other things that I feel like we will fight about later. So I'm going to give you this olive branch now. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then when something more important comes up, I can be like, yeah, buddy, I did this. So, you know, you just have to, like, pick your battles now. Yeah, yeah. Will and I have been talking about this a lot, the favor economy at mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. Because, you, Will, you're a big fan of the favor oh, economy. I and I am not. Economy. I don't like transacting things via guilt. Interesting. It is so effective. It I, is. I feel like it's highly effective. And it's interesting you say that with us having a shared workplace. Yeah, yeah. For a time. Well, uh, you know. It also gets me into trouble because I would rather just be clear, you know, like I am not going to do this or yeah, fine. Sure. There, There's no hopefully there's no ambiguity about it. I don't like to keep track of all the things you're owed and not owed. Sure. I like it to happen in that moment. Like, hey, uh, can you stay late this day? No. Or yes, but not. I'll do it and then I'll hold it against you later. Gotcha. Like I, well, I rarely ever do that. You have to be clear about the fact that you're going to hold it against you. Don't, you don't you don't just go, uh-huh, and then just bank it silently. Yeah, I, no. I made that mistake for years. Years. Yes. And now I'm that like, I, I'll one. do it, but you know I have an ass coming. Totally. Like and It's then, like, a, it's it's like, like a, okay. a tit for tat thing where it's like, you got me this week and then 
in the next week or next month, I'm kind of thinking about this day. So if we want to swap this and like pencil this in now. Yeah, yeah. The But you have, right, you have to be upfront. Because well, I hate that shit too. You're doing that well, thing where you know, I don't throw this happening. Yeah, right. I don't throw this term around lightly because I don't like it, but it's emotional labor. And I don't want to track all of the manipulation. All Hell labor. yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh no, I know. But like that's so- in some ways even worse. Maybe I just have a guilt complex around manipulation or I'm a coward and I'm afraid of being manipulated, which I think is also. Um, I think the latter isn't like cowardice. I think it's something that um, all of us fall victim to in like our fucking industries. And also, like, our position as workers, like, a little bit, you know, you're kind of, like, beholden to some shit sometimes, just based on, like, necessity in quotation marks. Yeah, when you work seven days and you're like, well, you now owe me, just in general. Right. I like to do that. I'm like, oh, you just generally owe me. Yeah. yeah, but that's tough. I feel like, you know, <laughs> the whole the whole You game... have to work your way up to that. You can't just, like, oh, well, yeah. or at least mm. some people... I had to work my way up to that personally, but um, I admire people who just like kick in the door that way to start. Oh, I I don't it, think that's what you're saying. You no. definitely have to work your way you up to do. that no yeah, matter yeah, yeah. what. You can't. Yeah. It's a rare. I've never seen it other than like once or twice and it was a one-time occasion. If it happens, it's like the balls on that one. Totally. Mm. And yeah. it either fails completely and you're like, well, we saw that coming. Um, or it's it works so magisterially and you're like, you're my new favorite. Teach me your way. Totally. Or I feel like it's like a fluke. Like it happens the one time and, th- and then if nothing else happens, that's like amazing performance wise. And you're like, oop, that was your one. And you spent it on that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then you're like in like the danger. That's zone. your Vin Diesel-esque. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Right. You don't want to wow. play it. You get to pull the movie out of theaters one time. Yeah, that's you your fuck one. It up that's your that. Vin Diesel. You ass. can't fuck it up immediately after. Totally. Right. Yeah. It's it's like wow, it's like I tickets mean... at Chuck E. Cheese. You have to amass a lot of them if you want like something other than the sticky cum hand. Like you need the like big bear, so you have to keep playing skee ball. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wow. So Chuck E. Cheese has been training us this whole time. That's actually the, um, uh, what is that? Uh, Chuck E. Cheese was lying about their identity and calling MK themselves Ultra. a pizza company. <laughs> it was secretly <laughs> MK Ultra. Chill it out. Yeah. 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 Wait, what? Yeah, I think you're the one that actually told me about this. This was like way early in oh, COVID, yeah. but Chuck, yeah, Chuck E. Cheese was like saying that their the their name on Seamless it was, was like, like Johnny Napoleano's. Yeah, oh, they would send I their, kind of remember their this. Chuck E. Cheese pizzas to people <laughs> for like sixteen dollars. Yeah. Oh wow. And I'm like, that's, brilliant. That's not even a frozen <laughs> pie. Like, yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck? Charles Entertainment Cheese really uh f- <laughs> criminal. wicked oh god that's terrifying oh my god $16 for a Chuck E. Cheese pizza I never I mean I never went to the cheese as a child I think I maybe went once once or twice for like a birthday of a friend that's what I was gonna say a friend's birthday my parents were like we're not having your birthday there and you're never going there by yourself I feel like Chuck E. Cheese was a expensive proposition yeah I felt like it was like real fancy like you know that was like an event yeah, not in terms of quality, but just no, one no, of those no, no, things no, no, where no. they were ripping off. It was families costly. Of little children. It was like a yes. high cost. That's what I mean. Discovery like, Zone was like that too. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. I loved Discovery Zone. The fuck is Discovery Zone? Discovery Zone was like a Chuck E. Cheese ish place, but rather than being like an arcade with skee ball and stuff, it was like uh, plastic slide tubes 
and trampolines and like ball pits. It was like a whole complex of things for kids to run around in. Ew, that them, was the attraction. For them to touch and yeah, get yeah, jam yeah. Yeah, handy. Uh, well, Real gross. ball pit hours. Oh, gross. In our current context now, I wonder how Discovery Zone is sanitizing their ball pit. I, you know what? <laughs> it, it, oh, God. That sounds horrifying. I just had like a flash of that um, terrifying like Disney pandemic commercial. Like, come back. That dystopian one. Yeah. 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 Where the stormtroopers at the end say, We're, welcome, citizen. Yeah. And you feel like you're in a <laughs> yeah. Paul Verhoeven movie. Yeah. I love they're just going like, it's just voiceover, distant voiceovers of people shrieking like, don't come back. You know, like, or like, you know, or like, please help us. You know, and it's people just like stacking chairs. It's like the most uh, horrifying version of it possible. And it's a bunch of people saying welcome back, but they're all wearing masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so super it's creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. like the creepy airline voiceover. Ew. I know. Ah, oh, man. The world is bad. I, I, I do have a theory of how they sanitize the balls, though. Spray? It's like a, it's like a steamer, but it shoots out sanitizer. So you just like hose them down oh. like a leaf blower. Yeah, I think that is kind of a thing now. Uh, Speaking of day jobs, we had a COVID scare at my job because somebody's significant other had a COVID, not an outbreak, but a case in their building. So their whole building got sent home. Therefore, he got sent home from our place. Everybody had to get tested, so on and so on. Oh, God. But at that other building, they did exactly what you're describing. They had like dustbusters full of hand sanitizer and they just went in there and sprayed the whole damn thing down. I just assume it would be like, you know, like Orkin or some shit. Like they just come with a spray bottle and they just are like painting your apartment. yeah. Yeah. Like just giving you a light spritz. Yeah, that's uh, fucking crazy. We have we have the 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 middle mall people who come by and clean with the like that little dustbuster, but they do it to all like the metal things, and uh-huh. a lot of times the metal things are attached to glass, and I have to go, no, 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 you're gonna break it. Yeah, I don't understand. How are they gonna break it with an aerosol it's also hot spray thing? It's oh. like super hot. It's oh. like a steam buster cleaner. So with if you sanitizer. point it at the glass, it can like start to crack I it. See yeah. what you're saying. Or yeah. like shatter it essentially. I think most commercial below. glass is tempered. You're probably all right. That stuff's not susceptible to temperature changes because really? it's outside a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh well, maybe we're thinking of like old supplies. I'm thinking like he's just gonna blow my like <laughs> yeah, whole storefront. Yeah, just shatter the, <laughs> <and laughs> like, uh, the glass. No, oh I think the God. customers that are running under your uh, COVID safety measures are more likely to oh bust down the glass. Oh God, have you been yeah, overrun? True. Like, what has it been like? It's not overrun, but I do. I did. Cause it's we like have to black box a okay, conversation. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair I, enough. There were some words that I. I was we like, can say this like, ma'am. You have to leave. But I'm tired. You have to leave. Yeah. This oh, is for God. your safety. Get out. Yeah. Is it because there was too many people in there in this mm-hmm. case? Okay, sure. Jeez. She just blew under it, and I was like, Oh no. God, no! Please don't like pass out in the store. Like, please don't pass out. Like, go outside. Please. Get I some don't air. know. Well, it, the problem is also like. There's no public seating anywhere now. Right. So Which is like, the other fucked up thing. If, right. if when you have an indoor thing, you can't sit down. So like, oh my God. if you're in a place all day, like think about like, well, at the Met, those big wooden rotunda right? things gone. Right. There's nowhere to sit. Even in the galleries, were there places to sit? No, I don't think so. Like not benches? Not like not memory. even like the mid stuff? There were benches, but they had like a sticker over half of it. So like a oh. bunch of randos and in the... What's that rotunda in the back? The yeah, Lehman like in the wing. Lehman Wing. Yeah. They still had like chairs, like individual chairs. Yeah, but right. yeah, just reduced seating. Yeah, essentially. Well, like hard seating, so like plastics. There right, were, like, right, no right, wood. Right. Absolutely no wood. 
I was wow. like, okay. Fuck, I, man. I mean, we've talked about this a million times, but we're running into all these contradictions with coronavirus where, like, you know, you're letting a certain number of people into the museum and you're not enforcing social distancing when they're walking around. So, like, why do it on the chairs at that point? I mean, Just let it go. Like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I it will... doesn't stop anything. No, totally. But I think also it's, like, it's also just, like, an alleviation of, like, less to clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, That's I think it's, like, yeah. I, I mean, I think about it from, like, the the public interfacing prep stuff that we had to like figure out. And I mean, we're like a small storefront, you know, I can't imagine like what a museum actually has to undergo or like large spaces that actually see like high traffic and just being like, okay, so like, procedure is as like an institution or museum where we get like state funding. Yeah. Like this poor person has to come by and like wipe a whole fucking bench down like every 20 minutes. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm sure they're like pulling away stuff to just, eliminate that yeah you're yeah. you're definitely right w- what's weird about that though too is that the the sanitizing of everything and the cleaning of surfaces is weird because haven't we learned that it's not it doesn't transmit that way no i i mean it's like yeah everything they're saying is is that contact wise the transfer rate is so low that yeah. it's all aerosols and stuff for the most part but you know you just think about like oh i just think it's like people don't want to give anything an inch if possible especially new york i feel like new york yeah. is like well, psychologically so fucked from sure the first wave more than other places i think oh yeah i mean or, it was or way like worse the, the here. scare like people are like well it's not so bad now and i'm yeah. like i don't know you weren't here where there were like body trucks right. you know like in yeah. the street that you walk by and you go those are full of bodies and that you know like yeah. to not physically see that thing is so fucking different from being here yeah i don't know yeah do you get the sense that there's a lot of people back in the city that had left for the summer oh yeah oh yeah Yeah. uh yeah well we went kyle and i went on a lower east side walk around and we stopped at a couple places in one place you know um somebody came out and was talking to like another set of guests and we're walking around um and you know it's like oh well were you here you know like this show opened back in april but you know bob but the guy's like, oh, no, you know, I was gone for a while. I was, like, traveling and, like, doing some fun. Right? And I was just, like. Traveling? Yeah. Exactly. And then I was just kind of, like, hmm, okay. So I feel like that was an indication. And he was, like, a young guy, like, probably sure. our age, you know. And I'm, like, all right, well, that's kind of an indication that, like, maybe the more younger affluent people are, like, co- creeping back from Hamptons or wherever. Totally. Upstate, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Connecticut. I was having a conversation with right. someone that is a third party at our at my workplace and they were saying the same thing and she was saying that she was like feeling guilty about having left. She was like, "Oh, you know, cuz I was telling her oh, I was in the city the whole time. We were How just bantering." How do you guys feel about that? Like guilt, like leaving. I think it's weird to feel guilty about it if you have the means do it. I think what she feels guilty about is being rich. <laughs> Right. And, and like, which I which I think is like, you know, the moral point of the guilt, you know, where it's like, oh, like I'm a person who opted to leave during a crisis and right. like not support people. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, sure. You know, I don't you know, if you had the means, if I had the means to leave, I don't know what my decision would have been. Oh, I mean, I said to this you know? person, I was like, why do you feel guilty? Like, yeah, if I could have left in a way that was comfortable for me and where I knew I could return easily, I would have. Yeah, it's just that my know. job situation, you know, wasn't secure enough to like go to Ohio the whole time. Otherwise, I might have. Right. So I just th- didn't know when I was coming back or not. And like, you know, so if you are able to do it, it's OK. Like, I don't under I don't understand the guilt. 
and I don't know what function that it really serves to anybody. The guilt is okay. Thank the you. Guilt Please spell this. this out. Let me throw this out there. Go. So it's a lot of this thing of like, well, you guys went through the hard part, and now I'm just back when it's reopened. Yeah. So it's like it's just like uh, I guess I'm just kind of like a scaredy cat, and I run. And yeah. People are like afraid to admit. Well, it's not, it's well, not actual it's like, guilt. It's like it's a just New York like, cultural barometer left. thing where it's That's like, true. it's like, did you leave when it was like, shit was like hot? Did you, did you fan out? You know, and people are like, yeah, I did. And you're like, yeah, you did. You know, like it's, it's that kind of thing. But these are the people who now have nowhere to go back to because. Okay, Fucking so, absolutely. So this is funny. So I went to the Whitney today, but I had to stroll 8th Avenue because Papa wanted a Brooklyn bagel. It was two fifty nine, and I did not get one. So. <laughs> But I was strolling 8th Avenue. I was like, oh, look at that empty liquideria. Hmm. Bye-bye. Ah, that empty Madewell. Ah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Empty empty storefronts and meatpacking. Empty BEC, bacon, egg, cheese place that I always was like, fuck this place. This is stupid. Yeah. $16 bacon, egg, and cheese. $3. What the fuck? You yeah. Know, like, I turn autistic for empty storefronts. <laughs> you totally. I think you're turning <laughs> autistic for the bacon, egg, and cheese more than anything. <laughs> Well, I always hated it because I was I was like, "What it's is a, this?" It's exorbitant. What the fuck? Who was, needs a sixteen dollars sandwich? Well, now I sound like one of those people who's like the millennials with their avocado toast, and I'm like, "Listen, I love that, but <laughs> that's nine dollars, not sixteen. Yeah, it's difference. nine dollars, not sixteen. <laughs> but like, I was like, "Oh yeah, all these people who like brunch and shit, they're like, oh my god, there's nowhere to go back to.' I'm like, "Oh, are you gonna leave now? Please, 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 please. Yeah, please, I'd please. love to see you go." They all have PR jobs, and they're like, "Yeah, I can work anywhere." So, and why? And why don't you? I think it would be a great idea for all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out because it's going to be a years long process. I wouldn't be surprised if, because th- this is a historical thing, right? Like, like basically, rich white people at some point moved to the suburbs because the urban centers are overcrowded and uh-huh. disease ridden, basically, and decide eventually that, oh, this is kind of alienating, like living out in the burbs and having to drive and to get everything. And they also don't want to pay high taxes to support... You don't want to pay property taxes. Yeah, you, to, know. you don't want to pay school levies, things like that. You want like to this. pay for stuff that isn't yours that you're not going to use, so might as well go somewhere where... But, you know, then in the 2000s, 2010s, they decide that actually, no, you know what? We want we want to come back to the cities now that they're empty and cheap and then make them expensive again. I wonder if it's just inverting one more time where you'll see you'll just see the flight of the work from homes and the. Yeah, the absolutely. Yimbis, I uh, mean, we already have. This suburbs. was like a this was like a trial run. Like COVID yeah. was like the trial run of the remote workforce, which has been all kind of like a a quasi debated thing up until now like we have we work we have all these like hubs for work that are remote away from our homes people work in coffee shops the twitter lead are all sad that they can't go have their coffee and work on their laptop boohoo you can do that anywhere you don't want to do it at home where can you do it you know it's like well that's why i think it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out because it won't I mean. it won't like, be identical to the suburban flight because people understand that they don't want to be alone at home they like right. the coffee shop vibe like right there used to be a thing uh that was called streetcar suburbs like if you're in any ma- yeah any major american city the nearest suburbs which are now just part of the municipalities in general used to be accessible by public transportation so right. people it's could just like own that. Their it's own like home. the outer city yeah and still have a walkable like Chicago. area. Yes, Chicago's yeah. Midwestern like, cities yeah, are good. Yeah, Chicago example. is like the perfect example of this. Yeah. But I wonder if that'll become kind of a thing again, where the well-to-do actually move to the area between the urban center and the suburbs. Because I mean, I think that's already happening too, or has been 
Yeah, but like if I think of a location like Nyack, like that mm. is not very well to do. It is oh, f- no, no, no. fairly downtrodden. Um, and I'm like, I don't know. It seems like kind of white trash, which I kind of love. But yeah, well, I, I think New York is different because it's so old, like Chicago and Southern California, like the Midwest and the Sun Belt are better examples of this because they don't have the like and. Uh, legacy development that New York has. There's no mm. good like middle suburb here. You don't want to move to Yonkers. Yeah, oh, right. No. Exactly. Yeah. Like Yonkers would be like that kind of middle, right? Yeah. I guess now, like moving and even like up the, the like the Beacon Line of like Metro North. You'd have to get pretty far out before it was like really right. attractive in any charming kind of way. Right. Well, this is why like Austining was always built up as like totally you know, like a. Mm-hmm. That's Mad Men level of like, right. well, we're in Rye. I'm like, well, that's Ooh, like, Rye, that's gross. like, that's, that's New York, you know, like a couple decades ago. It's yeah. that everybody, that was the burps. Yes. Sure. It, well, like, it's also the geography of New York too, because it's so surrounded by water. It's like you have the bay and the two rivers. So there's not, you can't expand out in every direction and yeah. make these kind of things. You can only go to like Austin or that's the only option. Yeah. Unless you want to go to Jersey. Whereas like in Chicago, you can go Southeast and West as far as you want. I feel like New York is like all of the coins at the bottom of like a fucking sock or something. (laughs) No, you know what I mean? Like if you talk about the way the city is, it's like just all concentrated in this like blop at the bottom and then it just expands up and out. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there was a time in like the 2010s where like everyone was like studio space in Poughkeepsie. I can just get a barn. And I'm like, but you live there. And they're like, yeah, it's rough. I'm like, what do you mean rough? And they're like, Stuff gets stolen and copper pipes get ripped out of houses. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah. sounds like Euclid. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like any any place north of here like gets slightly more suburban. It's like your regular city fairer. That you're like, oh, crazy shit happens there too. Fine. I mm-hmm. don't know. About the same. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. People's thresholds for stuff, I guess. Uh, they're strange. Yeah, I don't know. People are... I think the collective uh, panic attack of working at home, being isolated, and then just, like, trying to, like, do temporary suburbia. Yeah, yeah, People are like, I don't know, I'm having a conflict, just to circle it back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The inner conflict of their, like, oh, I think Connecticut's really nice, but uh, I can't really give up on it because I said, like, my brand is this. Like, my personal brand is, like, well... Well, what I, what I didn't understand about the guilt in this case was yeah. like was like why just go around like telling other people that? I mean, I get on some level that everybody's just raw and wants to tell the truth. I feel the same way yeah, about like for when, sure. whenever mm-hmm. some you know we had this when you walked in, Natalie. It's like how you doing? And you're like, eh, well, you know, <laughs> like everybody's <laughs> kind say? of kind of on that level. So yeah. I don't want to judge too hard. In but what sense? Why go know? around advertising your guilt? You know, it's like you're just asking me to validate it. And no, I was here, and yeah, it did kind of suck. Like, what do you want from me? Uh, mm. You know, I, I can't I can't offer you the like moral out that you want, except that I did. I was like, you shouldn't feel guilty about it. But mm. that wasn't from a position of I identify with your guilt. And oh, was, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. Good, that's like, fine. No, no, yeah. no, 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 you shouldn't no. feel guilty yeah, about I it. Feel because like, why? Yeah, don't. I feel like there's an ulterior motive there that's about. Oh, uh, no, it's like totally like victim. Oh, complex. like I'm guilty because I'm like rich and I feel weird. And you're like, yeah, yeah you do. You do feel weird and. You I think just are going to feel weird and you should kind of eat that. Oh, you know? your surplus capital makes you different from other people. And you've noticed. Right. Mm. What an like idea. We're having a moment of clarity. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
Something was, I'm trying to do every so, day. <laughs> that was so evil. <laughs> it's a moment of clarity. And you're like, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, one time, one of, a teacher I really liked uh, was reviewing a bunch of student presentations. And this kid was talking about Catholic symbols. And he's like, you know, like, I just, I love these so much. And I don't know why. And she just has this, like, great Southern draw. And she just goes, you know, I would call that a life unexamined. <laughs> and i yeah well i literally just like i feel like my spirit like it's like somebody punches you in mortal Kombat, and you just like phew, like out of your own body i was like and it's like it didn't even hit him which is like the amazing part like it was like the five finger you know fucking palm heart exploding shit mm-hmm. like i'm like i'm like he's gonna walk away and then like two weeks from now he's just his brain's gonna fucking explode you know <laughs> but just you know like and not to be like shot and afraid at all like i was just i was like ah oh, you just got fucking sniped like you know the burn is like ooh. but i i admire that so much i hope i could just drop shit like that oh at yeah. some point in my life Oh, the subtlety of it. Like, you have to know the old quote of an unexamined life is not worth living to realize that that statement of hers was, oh. the, was the posting so equivalent off. of kill yourself. She is like... like basically, that's what she was she, Oh, she's she's brutal and, like, delightful at the same time. She's also, like, the most encouraging, like, professor sure. I've ever had and, like, a really nurturing person, but she will, like, take you out, you know? She's like, you're not... Oh, oh well, okay. That's all I... Okay, you know? Oh, I think the best... Teachers especially, but but um, clever and interesting people, they don't have to throw shade in an Mm-mm. angry way at no. all. Like yeah, I, I like you said, I aspire to that too. I'll never get there because I'm petty and angry and bitter. But if you're you're if, halfway there, if I don't you're know. Like a, if <laughs> that's, you're a, that's halfway. That's halfway so to the mastery. But I fear I fear that I'm stuck at fifty percent forever. But yeah, when you well, when you get to the everybody's operating at fifty now, so don't feel bad. Okay, but when you give, get to the level of acceptance, then you can start to throw shade in like a really casual way. That you know, I love. Uh, that. I think um, actually, I've been talking to Elrika a lot. She's oh, been yeah? like, she has been wonderful. I feel like this. this Green has and been Lewis a, this bringing has been people together since <laughs> last year. No, I um oh I I like her so much. Um, hi Elrika. Um. But she and I were talking about like judgment versus discernment, Interesting, you know, yeah. hmm. so like you um, just the difference between judgment and discernment and like what that is as a definition for yourself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think a lot of the times growing up, you know, we learn judgment just from inflecting, you know, other people on us. We learn to judge, but there's a difference. There's a critical difference between judgment and discernment. Yeah. And I think acceptance is like allotted in with discernment because you're already accepting things either about yourself or circumstances or control or what other, you know, you're able to separate yourself from another party in order to like properly evaluate at a distance. Yeah. Where judgment is like you're self-involved. Judgment is like usually, at least in my mind, it, it's that like old aphorism that like everybody hates, but is like kind of true, but also I don't think applies all the time. Just that, like, you know, whatever you're, like, somebody that bothers you about somebody else is, like, reflected it's in the your... mirror, s- yeah. Yeah, so in a very, like, old sense, you know. But I think in some, that, like, rings true. But with judgment involved, yeah. I think that that's, like, a judgment thing. Well, yeah, because you're basically just, like, let me tell you something about you that uh, I don't like, and you're, like, okay, well... And you're like, you're just, you're, yeah. I'm kind of like telling. I'm gonna my go s- get a mirror. Yeah, you're yeah. Showing like I'm, your ass. I'm telling yeah, on myself yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, like sure. if I if I like get to a level, then it's about me. Yeah, sure. Like, uh, 
discernment requires a lot of self-knowledge because you have to be able to sort of separate yourself from like memes that you've absorbed. It doesn't really take that much to be able to be judgmental because you're just using other people's criteria yeah, as qualifiers absolutely. for that's, everything. That's in your, your barometer. Life. And it's like not yeah. any critical thinking involved. It's discernment, like in, in visual art terms, like if you're discerning with the paintings that you like, right? Like it requires mm -hmm. a high degree of taste and like proficiency in whatever category of thing that you're interested in. So that I, also applies to psychology too. Like you, you have to go through an extended period of uh, ignorance to get to a discerning point of view, I think. Sure. Uh, in some sense, but also, you know, you say proficiency in like these kind of like technical aspects, but I think also just from your personhood, you know, it's like sitting with sure. uncomfortableness or like discerning your own taste, Yeah, yeah. you know, and how that's like, reflected out in other things well what i'm what I, you made me realize this what i meant was that i think that that taste kind of comes first and then discernment kind of comes second you huh. you can have taste in something and kind of not know it yet yeah, yeah at yeah, first yeah. it just reveals itself as like an intuitive a preference but it becomes it becomes taste and then discernment in your viewing the more you're able to like contextualize it but independent of what you've been taught or told it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. You can't say that you're discerning because you like a painting that your professor likes. Yeah, no. You can happen to also like it, but you need to have a reason why. That the has discernment to do is with is knowing they, why is knowing the difference. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like this I'm, is very like AA. Like you need the wisdom to I know the so difference. I am so sorry. And this I'm is like, just oh, like well. where my but this is like where my head has been. I've been like I feel like I've used all this time as just like fucking splitting hairs. What? No, but that's the best yeah. thing to yeah, do. I yeah. mean, talk about discernment. That's what it, that's the that's work the, of it. Yeah. 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 So I feel like, I don't know. Ulrika's been super helpful. Um, yeah, I wait feel a minute. Like I want to explore this a little bit more. <laughs> is, is there anything else that you've like been talking to Ulrika about? Because we just like happen to like, um, we'll just like comment on each other's stories every now and then. And then it'll just evolve into like a discussion of like growth, you know, she's really good at that. She's so good at yeah. that. But it's like, it's great. Cause I, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like sending you a fucking essay right now. And she's like, I, I love this. This is like what I live she's for. She's bored on the Upper East Side. There's not much to do. No, but I love, <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, but it's like, she's been great. Um, No, just talking a lot about like growth, discernment and judgment, stuff like that. Um, But also we were talking about astrology. I know. Sure. I don't mm. know the polls here again. I feel like both of you are fairly like, it's fine. What do you mean? I mean, I was scrolling on Were you? sassy Gemini memes all, <laughs> all night yesterday. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> it's true. Okay. Okay. Um, no, that's good. I'm always a little like, I lull a little bit. Not that I don't enjoy it myself. I just always want to spare people sometimes. Oh, it's fine. I mean, you're I mean, I'm unabashed about it on my own, but. In a I shared forum, I don't want to monopolize my time, it's you fine. know? It's been a minute since I've seen you guys, and we should, you know, use some of this block of time to shit talk Jerry Saltz, but... I mean, but you're also talking to someone who did tarot readings. Oh, I did not know this. You did not Four tell me this. Four were successful. One was very drunk, and I don't recall it at all. <laughs> so, um, you know, the woo level is moderate. Moderate woo level. Okay, yeah. So we've been talking about some astrological, some planets moving and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, my t my two cents on astrology is just that, like, no, I don't really believe in it, but I, but I do. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. I think when it comes to anything woo, it's sort of 
it's more like a useful vocabulary for describing like otherwise vague and like atmospheric. I feel like it's also paired with like psychology in a lot of ways to me. Well, yeah, it it it, it is. It's a way of it's describing archetypal. spaces that don't have like a scientific language to them. So mm-hmm. it's not a question for me. It's not a question of like, is it actually true that Mercury in retrograde does anything? Like my rational mind says, no, it probably actually doesn't. But it is interesting for describing like emotional states you can't otherwise talk absolutely so you know that's actually like a pretty good part to land on because it is true like in astrology the goal is like planets have no physical complete control over anything in your life it's just how they move affect you you know they affect certain things they can block certain things up create certain energies that you just kind of feel and you can't necessarily explain but mars was in retrograde at the time so it's like a lot of pent up anger or just aggression or energy. Hmm. Um, and I was like starting to get into my like frenzy of the past two weeks where I really just kind of lost my mind. But um, huh. hmm. we, we were hmm. talking hmm. about release. L- let me, you know, glance over here. Well, I feel like we've had some DMs where you're like, I'm just like losing my mind. I'm like, yo, dude, me too. Like I am totally oh, yeah. losing my fucking mind. I mean, can I, what was the when has mars been in retrograde since uh it's it's i believe it is out now uh-huh. but it was for a period of a couple weeks okay but you were like i don't know in the time that i was talking to ulrika i was it, it was in the middle of this yeah yeah and i'm like i'm examining all this stuff in my life for some reason like a lot of my early childhood is coming back even though like the world's burning i felt very narcissistic like pushing inward but we were talking about this, just panning the mirror out kind of stuff. But sure. uh, just talking about like physical release and what that means. And I'm like, I've started singing. Like I used to sing in high school all the time and yeah. I'm worse for it now. But to to do it feels good, you know? And she's like, that is like something you need to pursue in this time because this is like any form of release is like things you just need to fucking get out. Yeah. So, yeah. but it felt good to be like, I'm like doing all this stuff that I never used to do. I bought a pair of roller skates. I'm one of those people. I'm sorry. Um, oh, skate gang. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not, I didn't buy like the $300 like colorful suede ones that I see in like Williamsburg all the time. I bought wait, like, wait, 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 wait. $300 oh, roller yeah. skates? Are uh, you shitting Moxie me? roller skates. You should look them up. They're like suede. Like <sighs> they're like all the annoying millennial colors possible. Like 60s design, like the round toe. It, it's like a whole thing. Uh, mine are, are Chicago brand. They're like, here's a ridiculous photo of me. Um, oh, my God. But this You is... use them as a standing desk? Oh, no. <laughs> I was just being a total asshole and wearing them in the I apartment mean... for like a day because I was so excited when I got them. I was like You're nearly like, I smashing roll, into yeah. everything. And Kyle's like, you have to get a helmet before you go outside. <laughs> I used no, no, to no. skate as a kid all the time. The helmet, not so much. You need the wrist guards. Yeah. Yeah, I knees, little, you could like, get some. Oh my god, you're like, you're such a nerd. Natalie, do not listen to him and don't get wrist hurts. Just <laughs> no, get a helmet. Don't look like a. She's dork. got a type all day. What if she breaks her hands? Then wow. she's gonna be like, see, you know. Then you get time off work. Oh yeah, it's kind of sick. I always Actually, go back think, to this. You know, I I see both sides of this coin. <laughs> I mean, you'll get you'll get uh, the short term centrism of workplace injury. Yeah, you get short term <laughs> disability. It's great. It's about 60% of your paycheck. <laughs> Ask me how I know. <laughs> I got my foot run over. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my God. This is years ago. Okay. Um, and I was like, huh. Oh, I just have to sit around for like 
Hell yeah, I could do this. Two months? All well, right, no, because that's, the original that's core. bad. <laughs> it was my original core. I was like, I can do this. Well, if it's my hand, then I'm like incapacitated. Well, now maybe we have to black this out because this could be like accounting for like planning a workplace accident. Oh, don't do it. I mean, no, unless you're going to oh. wear your roller skates on a Saturday and then just be like, wee! <laughs> down, oh, no. No, uh, hell no, no. Down Delancey just like, no, oh, where'd she go? Natalie might do this in Minecraft. There we go. Parody. Problem solved. Parody. Oh, Parody. God. Oh, my God. I actually miss <laughs> I miss it. We've stopped playing it for, like, months. But I'm like, I'm like, I just miss mining, like, a little bit. Like some Don't part get back of me, into it. Don't I'm not. No, 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 no. We got out of the computer game Vortex. Good. Like, we hmm. pulled ourselves out. Kyle was, was playing world of warcraft for a bit and then he like he got himself out it's brutal dude i've recently gotten out of it and i'm really glad good 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 yeah Yeah. i didn't want to like push him i was like i know this has like a this has like an expiration date on it i'm just gonna like peace peaceably wait this out and then it'll like end and it did um yeah but well it's good that (sighs) you replaced it with like um physical activities that also correspond to like emotional release totally yeah yeah, uh, yeah. this is a very this is a very joe rogan thing to say oh, but i feel like <laughs> i need to do something violent like i want to oh, do I, I not 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 in the sense of like to another to another person do you want to like, like punch holes in walls i want to like i want to like do boxing or i was like looking at fencing i've been thinking about fencing for years just because it's like a fancy boy sport it is a fancy boy but sport. like do, doing something like masculine and aggressive i think would help me in the same sense that any any physical activity that works for you it doesn't have to be gender related but like yeah it, rather than like take out your frustrations verbally on your friends and family mm. me hmm. you could do that by <laughs> just having a release that was physical totally yeah i think um and a hobby at the same time so you you have like you know you get to plan it you get to do all the things involved in like distracting yourself but it it's also positive. clears your mind sure i think for me like um i've been dodging the studio a lot like it's been really fucking hard and then even when i get in there it's like feeling so alienated and like the swirling thoughts of just being like i feel so horrible like i can't even do i take everything down first and like look at a clean slate anyway so no never do that really oh i do that all the time i do that that's one of the great that's one of the great things to do in the studios take down everything yeah what of course. No. Do you leave everything up? Uh, does it, does it all like it. migrate and shift walls when something new yeah, happens? The, it, 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 yeah. It's yeah. It just migrates around me. the wall. Yeah. See, okay. I'm like that until a certain period of time. And then it's like I hit critical overload and then I like have to take everything down. Oh, well. I'm like, a am I feel like I'm always like a middle between you guys when I listen all the time. Yeah. Like I'm like, I am a good 50-50. Like I identify with like the buildup, but... I've realized that like clearing is a very necessary part for me. What's interesting about that to me is that your work seems to have a lot of continuity. Like some artists work in terms of really cut and dry, like um, series of work. Right. Yeah. And then it changes kind of a lot to the next series. And then there's a pause and then it changes kind of a lot. But yours seems to suggest uh, like a pretty smooth gradient. I've talked about this a lot with Alan because I think of his work in the same way. If you yeah, go back and look at his Instagram, like, it's, it's like a pretty the progression smooth is like very there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I might be wrong about that, but no, that's the sense I get of yours too. It's so funny. it's it's interesting to hear that the process might have aspects of both, where you stop and start. I think so. Like I think there's like several different threads I kind of pick up at a time, and then for me, it's like I thematically like channels get crossed from time to time. 
like I think of like you know chains or like ether or rope like these different kind of elements like crossing over and meeting all the time like it's just like putting two notes together or something and it's like if I'm crossing a particular channel as time goes on and like different ideas start to interrupt that then I need to kind of like either stop or I need to like evaluate the thing that's like interrupting these this cordial kind of happening and like evaluate if I need to see what that is yeah, you know? yeah I see. so it's like yeah. if I if I get interested in like a new thing and I'm feeling like the the thing I'm making feels like homework you know I tend to kind of stop and I have to pause yeah because no. I find myself giving myself homework like a lot oh no absolutely not terrible idea no I know I know, I know. Oh, and it's oh. like as soon as I like feel that way I like immediately have to stop well, your drawings are fairly laborious. I would imagine that even under the I best of circumstances. I describe myself as really impatient, which is like hilarious for the type of work I make. <laughs> it must feel like homework <laughs> even so under the best. I'm so glad you laughed. Kyle like is like, Kyle's like, there's so many things I could tell you. It's like a material driven person. And I'm right. like, I'm like, I know. I'm just like scared to let you in here because everything's so neat. And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, but I'm, I'm finding mm. my, I'm finding my own routes. Yeah. It's good. He's going to come in and consult and like help me, which feels good. Um, but I had to like build up to this point. I feel like I'm about to make a shift though. That's I good. feel like I've been a very slow progression, but psychologically, like the way I think about my work, it's, it's very, uh, rigorous in that way. Like I, it's been hard to break that. So I feel like I've been building up this cache of information and now it's like, it's it's at a buildup where I can kind of go like I have a lot to sift through and like find new means to talk about these things. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and and what does that look like? So I feel like I'm at this like big evaluation period where maybe that changes and I think about stuff more thematically or like a show. Right. You know, I think uh, it's very much a painter's brain to think about things as a complete whole units. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. A unit. Yeah, there's a body of work. Yeah, there's series, a sequence of series. Things. I'm never a, a fan of. I'm like, eh, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. unit. Uh, the, yeah, they're yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. I but I, I feel like um, Kyle talks about that a lot, where it's like a, a body of work or like moving through a whole thought. You know, right? That it's like you have to you have to move through this period, and then you kind of know when to, you know, when things end. But yeah, have, yeah. But do you have the thing now? And this is a general, but like, thinking is hard. But also, like, you're just like, there's so much to think about. Mm -hmm. There's so much to think about that you're like, I don't think my filtration system is good. So, yeah. To, to do anything. So I just look and I'm like, huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm kind of a moron right now. And I'm just like, I don't know how. There's cobwebs. And I'm like, well, I you're think operating at like okay. 60%. Like, it's not, you're not. I mean, I feel like none of us are at like a full aptitude. And if you are, like, please seek psychological help yeah yes yeah yeah like, like people to me who are like yeah i'm like pumping shit out i'm like i'm like you need cognitive therapy like now i like, was really stats. good i was like pumping for I like what two months ratchet let me get you the pills like you need to <laughs> chill the fuck out i was like in a great mood just like boop 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 boop, boop making little super things and mm. just cranking it out because i was yeah. like i have nothing else to do but that's i mean th there's nothing bad about that either but then that was also like a realization of like the denial was real. And I was sure, like, sure, sure. you know, this will just be the two months that I get off. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, it's six months. Yeah. <gasps> I feel like a lot of people did that. Like yeah. a lot of people like plugged away for like the first few months. And then like the stagnation set in latently where you're like, Ooh, okay, the mood it's is like dark. not, nothing's recouping. Yeah. Like nothing's like, there's no trickling back. Or like, see, I felt like I got like critical, like, I got like bombed out immediately 
and mm. I just like it, it's the last thing on my mind like it's like to to make something felt so like overwhelming because I couldn't think like I honestly could not think oh I feel and like, that's yeah. when I, I agree with feeling like I'm like am I just like a fucking idiot now like my childhood dyslexia is like returning like like all sorts of shit where I'm like I just like I can't muster this right now like honestly oh you're not alone I mean I feel like my mental plasticity is garbage right now oh dude it's like it's to... so it's so weird I feel stupider than I've ever felt well in that's my what whole I mean life. by operating at 60 percent it's yeah. because like you're inundated with shit like like the worst shit all the time and then it's like okay well like in any private moment of like recovering myself, which is usually related to my practice, right? Like that's your time to think about the thing you care about. Right. Or at least like engage with something or try and engage with something that you enjoy or you did enjoy before like this, you know, cultural fucking fuck up fallout. Like, I mean, it, it's changed so much based on the context it's in, based on like where we are in that context, you know, like any anything that you were using to evaluate or relate your work to anything going on is like evaporated yeah i think that's i think that's a major source of anxiety for me probably for everybody is like but it could be kind of exciting like sure I, i'm that too it i'm happy mean that it's like to have a, taken a long break yeah because i think the pressure is kind of off now for whatever reason, everybody feels like their art needs to relate to something going on. But I think what's happened to me is that I realized that actually art is kind of an ahistorical thing. It's mm -hmm. kind of a universal thing. It doesn't need to relate to now sure. at all. I, I guess what I meant, I meant more in a personal sense. Not that like... We're well, I mean, I mean that to... in a very personal sense too, because sure. I think like, I think when... When you're in a transitional historical moment, nobody can make sense of anything, right? And that's what we're in now. So you can't orient yourself in your thinking about politics, about your personal life, about art, about anything. But if art is supposed to be that space where you go at the end of the day to like do something um, basically selfish and indulgent, but also potentially meaningful for somebody else. It, a release? Yeah, it necessarily probably shouldn't rely on the world around it sure and i think that's what i mean like it's it's this this voided time in a way like everyone's you know carceral gap year yeah like you know this is like forced time where you're left to, to think or like to not to not think you know or what this gap of time like provides you you know which is like fucked. It's like a huge you, challenge. I think you can also overthink and then. You're oh just hell like, yeah! I mean, obviously, <laughs> like what I. Yeah. Well, that's the real but danger. Because like, my thing is like, ooh, I think too much. I'm tired. Imagine an artist <laughs> going into their studio that's like, I want to capture the alienation of the coronavirus moment. Like people they're going to really be the worst artists in the are, world. Are but people like? I are mean, they that's doing like it? half the are shows. Are they trying it now? Yeah, no, they are trying it. But like, forget. Oh, I mean, that's like half the press releases like right now. I don't read things. I did. I read a bunch of things. Why? Why are you doing this to Because yourself? I want to know. You know what the other thing I thought about, too, is re relating to the art market and, and art at large and culture right now is, like, um, uh, moving here and, and doing all this, you know, deciding to, like, come here and, like, I'm going to make work and maybe put it somewhere else and somebody will buy it. That sounds great. Um, but I think a lot of the market, like, industry psych out element is gone 
Like it was so nice to read press releases and just be like, you know, I grew up with like a pretty moderate education. I'm not an all-star here, but like this is like absolutely nothing. And not <coughs> to say not to say that it it was anything before, but I just feel like all the air is out of the balloon, you know? Like it's like if the work if the work stands, it stands. And is and it, if it's if okay, it's yeah, if yeah, it's yeah, something of, of you know like stature on its own, but I think the the decorum of the industry is gone. Of everybody is it up, yeah. everybody is vulnerable and scared. There's no openings anymore. There's no ceremony around these things. Like these things are in a, in a more stagnant setting. So we're evaluating them in a clearer way. At least I felt like the 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 airs were off going well, to see stuff. Like it seems like what you're describing, and like just based on you know passing glances on on the instagrams like people are just like yeah we're just doing a show with the person we're not going to tell you that much about it because honestly who cares kind of like that's what like, i mean huh. like the pomp is like gone for sure but i mean th- there's like th- even on the blue chip side they're like i don't know you're oh, rich want to like, buy it don't care well it's on the like walls blue chip, but yeah. like we went to karma you know just to like take a gander like yeah. i was like i need to like just walk around a few places and like plus the, actually i like the karma space um yeah but I mean, half of it, we like go on architecture tours, but like, we're like, <laughs> you know, what? this looks nice. But like, I mean, just going in and looking, you know, it's kind of like, well, all I right. I don't think of karma as the most like no, 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 rigorous, no, no. but they're no, like, they I'm, kind I'm of did. I'm not saying rigor in They kind way. of did start the thing though. If they're like, we like this person, here they are. But that's what I mean. Like, as far as like presenting things go, like, I feel like the loosey goosiness is more apparent, which is kind of nice. And especially coming from working in the industry for like a number of times where it's like all of the curtains are open now and still feeling like that psych out happens in other places or other venues. Like you're still aware of that weird mix. Sure. It's just all gone. Like Hmm. it felt really. And in that way, I weirdly felt like empowered. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was trying Hmm. to gesture towards this a minute ago, like the idea of taking a break or not being able to think it clarifies for me, like what art is really supposed to be, which is sort of independent of the pomp and circumstance and of really any context at all. Like a couple episodes ago, Will, you and I talked about the Met and like looking at abstract expressionism and having like a genuine experience with it, because that art doesn't really rely that much on the person that made it or the context it was made in, you can just have like a pretty raw experience with it, regardless of what's going on in your world or the world or of the its world. origin yeah, yeah. or the world at large. You know, so there's there's that. And I am really hopeful with that. The, the cynical point of view on it from the higher end is just that, well, now it's just naked that these things are just financial instruments. Well, yeah. I, I don't mean, I don't. And there's n- there's not that much more to say about that. Right. It's just that you can just sort of tell they're like, oh, uh, well, our press releases can mean even less than they used to now. Totally. Like, I think <laughs> I know? think uh, I, that's what I mean that's by like the, the pomp, too, right is like there, the, so, the quality has slipped, too. Obviously, well, I, I've been talking about I'm this. Not, I'm not saying from like artwork necessarily. I am saying from like my field of jobs specifically like i think the industry is just crippled and still trying to desperately figure itself out people are just like how do we keep the lights on good god that's what i'm saying here's a like, pretty like painting show got us you know them. and then sure, there's like yeah. every horrible like virtual fair that's just like yep. uh like a powerpoint presentation that's if like supposedly virtual I see one more instagram story that Nobody. says proud to present at the basel ovia whatever the fuck yeah, I'm like, yeah you're not proud of shit this is just a pdf that you would get sent anyway. But that's what I mean. Yeah, I think it's like the, you know, right. Like the flip side of the coin is just like the industry is like crippled and trying to figure itself out. And it's it's 
the the mechanics of it are so bare. Yeah, I mean, positive they, and negative. They they don't. Yes, positive and negative. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to the positive side. But my last note on the negative is just that they don't have to. <laughs> of course, they don't have to <laughs> launder their reputations anymore through pretending like art uh, means more than it does to them. Right. Like it it absolutely. You know, you could go view any show in Chelsea and it's like it doesn't this art has no connection to spirituality. It has no connection to identity, has no connection to any of these things. And so you don't get I think the reason that gallerists freak out is that they don't get the moral laundry anymore. They don't get to say I'm selling these things for an exorbitant amount and abusing my staff uh, because this is culturally important. Like that element of it has disappeared. They're very naked now. Yeah, I would say gallerists are hand, like very naked right now. On the other oh hand, God, I hope you not. get Have to you looked at some of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I There's a to. couple I would like to see naked, if that's what you mean. Wow. Ew. Anyway, <laughs> first of all, who? <laughs> I need. Yeah, this I, is this is where we need we'll to say that. Black box this, but we'll have say this discussion. their names. I mean, listen, Mary Boone. She's no. out, she's out of prison now. If you want to call me up, baby girl. Your weird plastic that surgery. You do, you, do, you do not want to get into this mess. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want disgusting. this. You're, yeah. Buy me an apartment with your dirty money. I'll be your sugar baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, mm. should we end it here? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Okay, keep going. Okay. Now, what were you going to say no, before the, we took that po- disturbing the, detour? The positive... <laughs> the positive <laughs> Of all the people, of all the people, of all the people, I was just doing a bit. I didn't have somebody, <laughs> but if I had to pick, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll be we'll honest save about this for it. Patreon. Nope, nope. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the after show. Duh. You gotta, you gotta give the goods for cash. Now yeah. I'm, now I'm distracted. Hot, we have to have the hot or not list after. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. I will record this with you. <laughs> that sounds fun. I've got a couple on the burn list and a couple on the burn list. I am so curious. Oh. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, anyway. So anyway. let's hear the last negative point. No, no, no. That, that was, was the, that, that was. was the last negative point. Oh, the the okay. positive spin on that is what's cool is that once once all of the pomp and circumstance is taken away. You can actually just evaluate the art for what it is That's because I... there's there's nothing in the way of it. So I don't mean to say that like all blue chip art is bad. No, no, no. Um, some of it is pretty good. The The thing that I I've been hope. harping on for years is just that there is a difference between whatever blue chip art is now and what actual art is. Mm. And that would be an interesting avenue, I think, for uh, less advantaged artists to explore is sort of carving out a space in this bizarre circumstance for well, what actually what actually is real art? What does that mean? I when you strip away commodity from it mm-hmm. and you strip away the sort of folksy artisanal artist run gallery thing from it. Sure, sure. Because now both are gone. So what are we what are we actually talking about here? Hmm. Mm. Well, I think it's kind of like Some blue chip art is real art, some uh Instagram copiers are real artists, some uh Unknown people are real artists, but mm-hmm. not all the people in all three groups are making art. Okay. Yeah, we have trinkets, we have commodity bonds, you know. It's interesting. I feel like, um, I mean, speaking about galleries, like, I think also part of it is like designing a new system. You know, like the scaffolding is obviously shit. Well, as an industry. Well, do you also think like they're like, well, 
we actually don't need the space anymore to function as a selling but floor. But that's what I mean. Like, it's like, kind of funny, like, to think about how much has gone remote. Like, literally, like, art is a PDF. Like, the money part is a PDF. So now right. the physical space can actually be I fun again. My job is to make, like, 10 versions of a PDF now. Right. Oh, <sighs> uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's a whole other discussion <laughs> for maybe a Patreon. But, like, yeah. if you'd like to know the nitty gritty. But, quartz yeah. filter. But love, that's what I mean. Like, filter. yeah, like a lot of it is is all intangible. And then and then to visit the, the work itself is like now suddenly feels. Um, yeah, it feels a little divorced from the space it's in. But in oh, my mind, sure. you know, it's funny, like I think about the the opportunity or the openness that that provides like you would hope that out of this there are like different kinds of forms that emerge that allow for i don't know just like actually like like there's so much over curation and gallery work there's like there's so much calling that happens that you miss so much or you miss bodies of work by artists that you would never even see developmentally because somebody wants a certain consistency and, and visuals alone you know Visual visual art at a high level has followed the same trajectory that almost every other uh, like commercial field has. Like we sure. use Hollywood movies as always a good example. Like y- now you have to make a mil- uh, a movie with a two hundred million dollar budget and make a billion dollars for it to be uh, qualified for a theatrical release. Like right. a- art shows at a high level are the same way. This artist needs to hit all the notes of their brand that satisfy collectors. If you're going to do the hundred thousand dollar expense of having the show and then making your million dollars right you have to have so it follows the same logic like the the reason i'm a little skeptical about like changing forms or whatever is just that unless the like macroeconomic circumstance change then nothing changes i think yeah well i guess what i'm getting at is like the the higher you know the hierarchy of like a space you know like you know you own a state basically like you work with a staple you know like you have a stable of artists you have like a roster that you a team that you pick and move through you have your star players you have your passion projects you know and very like cold cut terms you know i feel like this is true for a lot of spaces you know well you have a prize pony right you have the person that you like that sometimes but that's what i mean uh, by like a passion project where it's like you know maybe somebody is like young and developing and like you know you see the promise in them or whatever but i think just the the sense of curation involved with a gallery is both good and bad and it's funny to see i don't know to to be part of a, a working system like that and to see all the negatives over time yeah it's just like unfortunately i haven't been able to like imagine a system that right now at least is more immediately equitable right but i would love to figure that out because like abolish galleries <laughs> like i feel like i'm really like the well do you want to hashtag cancel all galleries do we want to <laughs> talk about that that particular instagram or well can i can i say something yeah so uh, th- so a this is dangerous water but i know if you guys want to i mean you guys can tread and i, I don't care it doesn't really i matter. will no, contribute it, it has <laughs> nothing to do with the cancel all art, art galleries thing whatever the a couple days ago i was on instagram and there's um a woman that i know that runs like an online sales oh. thing. <laughs> She's an Instagram art dealer, basically. You must be familiar with this. Like, yeah, no, there's there's multiple. I mean, there's multiple accounts that are, you know, there's like the flat file accounts that like sell drawings, and you know, yeah, I'm sure there's like all sorts of Instagram vending now. So there was a profile on her that she posted, 
Um, it's not the person you're thinking of, so don't bother. But really, yeah. Hmm. But so uh, she p- anyway. she posted a profile that uh, some art magazine had written about her. That was you know basically a fluff piece that was like you know um, artists on Instagram are changing the commercial game, right? And it was this profile of this person that promotes uh, lesser known artists through her commercial Instagram, and it was talking about how this is going to change the dynamic of like the gallery system like maybe we don't need this anymore maybe we don't need spaces anymore blah 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 well people have been doing that but in the next line it says uh blank 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 uh puts up these artists work and splits the cut with them 50 50 and i'm thinking girl what okay like and i know that i guess but you just took the gallery model without any of the overhead well you're just applied it to instagram and now you're taking 50 percent of people's sales for not even any investment right so she's like more of an advisor who takes a higher cut sure and I, and advisors I only get 10 but, that's, I what, be but that's what i'm saying it's like a gallerist with like an advisor's role yeah Whew. so it's like you're 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 like working to like you know fan out artists for people but instead of taking the 10 to 15 you're taking 50 because you're like basically a broker you, it wouldn't have sold if, I, if I wasn't broker. you're a broker it, yeah. but brokers also only get Max, like what? I, 10%? But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, it's like the worst kind of broker. Well, my, my point is just this: is that I don't think these people are actually cynical. I think that they believe what no, they totally believe in what, what they're, they're doing, doing yeah, is yeah. a good thing, and yeah, in yeah, some yeah, yeah. sense, it is because you are amplifying the voices of artists that uh, might not otherwise get seen. However, th- adopting the exact same business model with a higher percentage and not being self-aware that that's like completely exploitative and negative in the end and also just repeating the same thing yeah you're just doing the same thing but in virtual space so it doesn't give me a lot of hope that like the consolidation or elimination of certain aspects of the art world moved online will help because a lot of people again not cynical people have so thoroughly absorbed the uh ideology behind the art world which is that you need a middleman to be an artist to sell something to somebody they've just absorbed it it's done they like absorb it, it's the 50 percent yeah, cut yeah. Laid, it's just going God. to continue into the future in a different way i mean i think that will exist but i think we have to hope and like work on alternative models the alternative model that i like is somebody like brad Trammell. he runs his patreon i mean he's represented by a gallery i think still Mm-mm. maybe Mm-mm. Not anymore. Or not anymore. Well, that only furthers the point then. What he's done is take the model outside of like a production model where an artist makes something, passes it to a dealer of some kind, whether that's virtual or physical, and then they sell the thing. What he's done is just say, I'm an artisan, like back to the sort of guild system, basically, where it's a one to one relationship between the person that makes something and the person that buys something. That is an actual avenue, I think, for people online as artists to do something. But you have to get enough mind share first. You have to get an audience. Right. Well, I, don't I mean, know how you there do. literally was like an article that came out about like the Instagram patron, you know, like it's yeah. like the kind of patron system of like, hey, like we contact online and like I just pick up your shit directly. So my problem with that kind of thing is you're you're like still seesawing between the system of a gallery and an independent buyer. Right. Well, I think you're just cutting the gallery out. Right. So my problem is, is that let's say an artist goes into a marketplace. They have a show. You have a certain price point set. Right. So then supposedly a individual buyer can come along and go, hey, we can buy these out of your studio for a discount. Right. Right. Because we're splitting out the cost. So then the detriment 
is that the artist? Yeah, but that's, you know? the, like, that's the fault of the gallery being there as a middle person and setting that situation. No, up. totally. If but if you're I just think, selling directly from your own Instagram without yeah, yeah, a yeah, show, yeah, 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 right. So I think it it puts like I want that system to become a thing, but this transitional period, I like worry about people who are in that transitional period too, you know, because it is going to be at a deficit, but also again, this is like this whole, this could be embodied in like a larger split vision thing that is happening among pretty much everyone right now where it's like, there's people who like got a foot on the boat who are like really dying and trying to be a part of the same thing that still technically exists right now. Yep. In some form. And then there's people who were like, well, uh, I never got that step at all. I'm like still waiting here in the ocean and that boat's getting further and further away. So let's look start at looking. shark. I see Totally. A like let's yeah, start looking yeah. for like other shit we can like pull and like make our own raft, you know? And so f- in my standpoint, I'm like already like waiting in the ocean. You oh, know? I think all three. I think all three of us. Are. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. fine because it's like whatever, like there's no loss in it for us at this point necessarily. Like, it's oh, like no, there's the nothing cost left is to sunk. lose. I mean, I mean it's like the yeah. cost, like, but the, right. So what I'm saying is, is like, uh, the split vision of like the cost sunk fallacy of like the system at hand. So it's like, it is going to be a detriment to some people, but I, I guess I'm just wondering about, cause it is such like a big transitional period. The, like, the split vision thing is a really interesting point because as soon as you have any skin in the game, you're going to come down on the side of the game at right, all times. Because even you're if, starting to see the payoff. Yes. Even if you're willing, it's, this is, this was Elizabeth Warren versus Bernie. If you want to make it that conversation, but that, but that was exactly the difference in the constituencies was that if you have some skin in the game and you're seeing some success, but you feel guilty about it, back to that, you would be a Warren person. If you don't have that Coming much skin in the game the and you want to change the game and you don't feel bad about your position and you feel like you deserve some dignity, you were a Bernie person. Now, in terms of art, that means if you have some skin in the game in the gallery system, you're going to work to preserve it. Absolutely. Even if it's a little bit passive, even because if it's a little reformist. No, 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 you're right. Because this is but. like the life raft that we've all been like pitched yes. necessarily for decades well and unfortunately yeah. it's the by only jerry game Saltz. in town yeah oh, by jerry Saltz. Who we need to talk about you, you want to shit on him real yeah let's right close now. it out Fuck on that, that man <laughs> <laughs> okay and my i mean my roberta real... does so i don't know what she d- i mean i think that R- roberta and jerry remind me the most of hillary clinton and bill where i really don't think that their relationship is real i think it's completely think it's manufactured for affect yeah, yeah, and yeah. that they don't fuck at all and they probably really hate each other <laughs> privately. Like I, I don't I'm, know. Ge- I'm genuinely serious. I don't know. She posts very sweet things. About I think him she on her really Instagram loves that man. I'm like, huh. I think she really, really loves. Well, that then man. you know what? I've lost all respect for Roberta Smith. Girl, get your fucking head on your shoulders. <laughs> this guy's a fucking retard. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> R word. Oh, hard R. Wow. Hard okay. R. Well, I could use a different hard R word if you. No. <laughs> Excuse me. No. Uh, this is the two tequila, one red wine. Well, we're speaking. over an hour now, so I get to do whatever I Wait, want. Wait, do we no. do a shot now? No. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, no. Okay, let, let's so bring... You can't get two Gemini's Let's together. bring it it's back to Earth. too long. Oh, two? What? Three. This is Three. trip Gemini oh, right now. Oh, fuck. That's right. Duh. I know. Duh. You just... There are six what? people but in like, the room. What else is in there? Because... We're so much more temperamental. At least you're talking as about rising and moon signs. Oh, right? Yeah, as I'm as a Gemini, I've... Gemini, Leo. What? Oh wow. Okay, wow. That's why we get along so well. What are you? Um, Taurus rising, Taurus moon, Gemini sun. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, Gemini, Taurus, Taurus. Yes. Double something. What are you? Well, I forget. <laughs> you used I'm to know it up at right one now. point. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like a co-star. 
Oh, th- this is astrosofa.com. Thank you. Good job. Uh, okay. I'm not putting my name. No, thank That's you. That's fine. What is my birthday? Okay. Well, you should we probably go. not say it on recording. I mean, whatever. Like, I don't have good credit. No <laughs> one's going to get a fucking credit card from <laughs> me. <laughs> no, yeah. Shit. Um, uh, uh, while I you're looking you guys. that up, I want to say this about Jerry Saltz. Yeah, I, yeah, go. I, my, my major substantial problem with Jerry Saltz is that he pushes meritocracy as if it's real. And he pushes the idea that you need to suffer as an artist in order to have any validity. And that is a really toxic, terrible idea just, to push on mm, students this is right virgo ascendant oh virgo, oh, virgo right i like i like things in their place yeah also explains like the evaluation involved in all circumstances mm-hmm. i feel like you have a pretty good full scale of things when we when i hear situational you know and then a moon in pisces that's where i get a little Ooh, woo. okay oh, that's feel connected mm-hmm. okay this all makes energy. sense now so you have double air and water Nope, Virgo's Earth. Virgo's Earth? Uh-huh. Are you very sure? grounded? Yes. Yeah. It is? Oh, Are you? okay. So you have you have three different ones. Natalie and I have two similar ones. Oh, Pisces ones. is water. Pisces right. is water. Yeah. So you got you got you're you're Land the most air. you're yeah. the most well well I mean we're better balanced as far as those three things. Land, your, land, sea, and air. You can order that at McDonald's, you know. I know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my god. Uh-huh. Uh no. Um, I just don't like Jerry because he's like pee pee poo poo tick guy, and it bothers me that for this long, like we can continue to loud somebody who's like a formerly reformed titty guy. Now, like well, I he just, was a I, trucker. If you haven't I mean, heard, like, I don't how know many, how many like wonderful young men do I know in the streets of Brooklyn who have like slaved away doing art handling stuff who actually make work and like still continue to do the thing that they care about instead of making a whole career off of whining about how they didn't do it. And like, you know, fucking wear that shit with honor. Like, I respect those people so much more. Like you, you got to like cop out. Right, like a few maybe important, like like important things in the nineties. I'll give him that because mm. he's like a white dude vaguely ahead of his time, but obviously uh. it's a white dude ahead of his time, so therefore an earmarker for progress and culture, and therefore he should get lauded with awards and interest, while like thousands and hordes of people do valuable criticism and just don't see the light of day. But he can like post hits on Instagram, and that's all cool. Yeah, I. Mm. I mean, can you, let's let's settle this one. Was the bring us back to the middle? Was one. the new museum thing? Was he a dick or was it just like he was a fucking asshole? Okay, so you have I, a different. I take. have a, I have a really different take on that. I think that Jerry Saltz was just making. He was kind of an asshole, but like I, but he was just making a very obvious so, joke that everybody decided was problematic. For well, some here's the thing. I understand that. I understand the levity of the post he made where well, he's t- like, I want to be, wait, 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 please let me, let me say this before you say what you have to say, because okay. let me be clear. His joke was terrible. He's not funny. No, he's, he's an not. absolute idiot. No, but he was trying Say that into the mic. That's you have to, what was that? Natalie <laughs> called Jerry a chode. <laughs> a chode. Is that loud enough? There we go. For the check, people check. for the people in the back. Thank you very much. Yeah, but I just want to say like I don't think the joke was funny, but I th- I do think he was just trying to do a self-effacing Totally. No, bit. no, no, which is like classic Jerry form, you know, yeah. where it's like, "Oh, shucks, who me? The Pulitzer winning author of what?" You Got know. Yeah, totally. So, so my my complaint is just like 
so you did the dumb thing, right? Like you went in, oops, wrong appointment, pulled off my mask to talk to an essential worker who's probably getting paid like fucking dirt shit to like sit there and just be like, yes, sorry. I know we have this ornate system where you now have to visit us a certain way, but like, I just have to tell you this because I'm like stuck sitting here and no matter how special you think you are, I literally have to order you to like go outside because we're in the middle of a pandemic and it's my job. And so it's like, you know, the, the self-effacing post is like totally something I would expect. Again, classic Jerry form to be like, oh, shucks, I went and there's like this whole appointment thing I have to do. And it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, I'm just an old man who drinks this like 7-Eleven coffee and I'm just here to look at some art. And like, I almost wanted to say, bitch, do you know who I am? And she's like, yes, I absolutely do. The fact is that it's a fucking pandemic. 200,000 people have died. And still, you feel like you're individualistically important enough to, like, just do this and not consider the whole circumstances of it all. Sure. So that's the balance. And it's totally, like, I get it. The Where key it's like, thing to me is he didn't actually say anything to the worker. He did just leave. Yeah, he As far did as everybody knows. Totally and then he fine. Made the but he made it. a post being like, I almost wanted to say, do you know who I am? Oh, yeah. I mean, the tone deaf that part of it. Regina George bullshit yeah. is that <laughs> like like it's like yes go home and write your fucking book then it, like I don't care I don't care it's completely tone deaf but my my for ab- somebody who louds about the the poor gallerinas and yeah. all the shit they do you just talk to somebody no and he doesn't you know? he doesn't he care. doesn't actually whatever care. whatever yeah. virtue what signaling I mean. he does he doesn't care the, the part the part to me that I I, I don't know <laughs> like it's it's always cringe to talk about these things for me because I'm like, the thing that I just wish people would do was ignore it. It's an why easy punching bag. Th- why I is it a thing? Try not to like. It turned feed into the troll. a thing. Like why? It, it just did turn into every, a thing. You know, you know how Jerry Saltz eventually disappears from relevance is everyone stops talking. About okay, it. I know, so, I know, I know. So that was kind of my thing. I'm I, now, you know, upon reflection of more time, I'm like. If I was that person at the new museum, I would have just been like, woosah and let it go. Because then there's like, ooh, scandaloso, isn't he yeah, a douchebag? Yeah, yeah. And now we're talking about him. Well, which and is now like, it's easy oh, enough fuck, to locate. Part of it. No. Well, well, he posted it and then she was like, well, you know what? Let me tag you back, but, bitch. But you know like, what? Her reply is going to get her in trouble. You know, I know, which sucks yeah. for her. You know, but you can just be privately right. You, at this, you know, you, at don't, this, you but don't have to be. I know, you know right what? I know, everything. but at this time, Says me. at, at yeah, this, well. at this, at this, the stakes right now, like I get the the wearing down of that. I mean, that's, I get it too, but Natalie, there's no stakes. Like it's just. No I stakes. mean, I it, two sides. It is that kind of thing where you're just like, honestly, this man needs to just settle the fuck down. I'll because fucking on, tag him. Because also, like every other place He's in the for it. every other place <laughs> in Sorry, the city, he is. <laughs> Every other he place you go. It. Don't victim blame <laughs> boomers for their tone deaf jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I mean, you have to have an appointment to go anywhere in art world. Yeah. So, like, and he's not new you know to what? it. Yeah, most, most, you know what, guys? Walk-ins are mostly fine now. If it if it eases the hurt in your soul that you can't walk in at an exact time. That's the real story there, too, is if he was, like, nice enough about it, it wouldn't have even been a tweet because he would have gotten in. But he must have done something. That's what I mean. Like, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck does this girl have to, like, blow up about? Because you're right. It only hurts her. So, like, it must have been a shitty enough thing where she's like, yeah, motherfucker, I will risk this because, like, this was shitty enough for me to even bring up 
Well, that's because he probably called someone and was like, mm, I'm going to do a tweet if you don't let don't me in. And he, no, she no, was no. like, no, no, I, don't, I don't think so. No, I, don't I think, think so. he probably tottered out, but it's like whatever the interaction was, you know, she felt like she was like, here we go. You know, like it, it was that day. Yeah. And to me, it's like, I mean, I certainly haven't been in the worst position in where I work. Like, but I, I understand the ire that that probably draws right now. Oh, for so sure. So, like, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm I'm biased as fuck, but like, I I leaned into her. I was like, I'm like, here we go. Like, you know, I'm like, middle of pandemic, hundreds of thousand people have died, and like, this dude's doing this, you know. So, like, I know. I'm just such a big. I know f- it's petty. It yeah, is it's petty. petty. It's petty. It is a petty thing, which is why I'm saving it for the end. We res- <laughs> we respect petty in this house. Thank you very much. I know. Well, this is why I wanted to like squash this here a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, pe- petty. And then petty I'll let it go. Fun. It's just becomes. It's become the most exhausting thing. In the it world. is. It is. And you know what? It tied into that fussiness thing that we yeah. were talking about earlier, which is so true. I'm indulging in a little bad behavior right now. I mean. No, which is fine because That's n- title of that, by the way, indulging in some bad behavior. No bad behavior. Period. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I like that. We're leaning into our Mary Gate skill. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. A fucking excellent author, by the way. Mm. I like her. Inconsistent. She I'm is, <laughs> but you know what? I fucking like her. I'm. Mm. I only read Michelle Welbeck novels now. What? Now I'm you just do? Just kidding. <laughs> You made it through one and a half. Yeah. No, I read. T- I read two. <laughs> you what are two? you talking about? I finished mapping the two. Oh, so two and a half. half. Yeah. Mm. And those were even. Those were the nice ones. You didn't get into the, the gritty shit. You might actually like. I don't know. I think th- I feel like maybe the episode. The episode should end because. Yeah, I was gonna say. I have some things to say about Islamophobia in France. But oh my god! I don't okay. really know. No, this is so fucking canceled. <laughs> Turn this shit off right now. <laughs>